This week's episode is brought to you by Tonal. Tonal is the smart at-home gym that replaces every machine in the weight room and has personal training programs built in so you'll never have to go to the gym again. And the best part? Tonal has a sleek design and looks like a TV on your wall. There are no bulky weights or racks, and unlike other products that are just cardio with Tonal, you can get a full-body workout with real weight up to 200 pounds of resistance. Tonal coaches can offer you instruction for a variety of workout styles, including full-body muscle building and multi-week weight loss programs, high-intensity classes, bike and tread-specific programs, upper-body, lower-body, and core-specific workouts. Try Tonal for 30 days risk-free. Visit W www.tonal.com for $100 off the smart accessories when you use promo code the clip out at checkout that's www.tonal.com promo code the clip out tonal be your strongest I started acting when I was five so I don't really rem- remember life before acting and so it's always been very normal for me to you know go on a- lots of auditions and get rejected a lot and then do a lot of commercials back in the day, because in the 80s and 90s, commercials were still very important. So I did tons and tons of commercials. And I was on a soap opera, Days of Our Lives, for three and a half years. That was my first job when I was six, until they they fired me. I got fired. This is so dramatic. I got fired at the age of nine, because they wanted to age my character to a teenager so they could have a romantic teenage love storyline for the summer. So I got the act at age nine. That's okay. Because that led me to full house at age 10. So, you know, bigger and better things always on the horizon. And it was very normal just to grow up on stage 24 at Warner Brothers. Yeah. I mean, people are like, what was it like? And I was just like, that's that's just life. You show up and you make friends and it's like your second family because you spend so much time with them. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 175. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. So uh, I was thinking we could start with a little update about a past guest this week. Yeah, Donna Carr. She has been, you know, kind of on pens and needles with the wildfire that's currently going on in the Bay Area in California. Right. She was a guest we had on a couple of weeks back talking about how the fire affected their lives. Yes. Yes. And uh, so, of course, it's been a very scary time for her. And uh, I checked in with her this week. And um, so far, everything is is as good as can be expected. She had her birthday this week. So happy birthday, happy Donna. Birthday. And uh, also, she said that um, it has gone, the wind has changed directions, and now it is on the opposite side of them. So that is, for them, good news at the moment. So we will continue to hope that that keeps going away from them and hopefully doesn't hopefully get just anybody stops. to stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just leave everybody alone. I don't want it going anywhere. No, but yes. except away. Right. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we I know we talked about that last week or maybe two weeks back, but just want to give people an update that it's, at the moment, everything seems to be okay yes in her world yes so, and speaking of guests this week on the show we have andrea barber aka kimmy gibbler from full house oh my god i loved doing this interview so much it was a lot of fun <laughs> it was a pretty funny one it was i think so you'll want to stick around for that and what else do you have in store for people this week well we are going to talk about my favorite anti-peloton subject yes and that is echelon 
Oh, we, we're bringing it. Oh. Uh, so we have that to talk about. Uh, Robin was featured in People Magazine, so we got to talk about that. Nice. Um, and uh, my thoughts on the new bar classes and all kinds of other little tiny things. There's never a tiny thing with Peloton. It's like a million things happening every week. So we're going to talk about all the Peloton dish. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts where you can go rate, review, subscribe. We have a new review. Ooh. This is from R.I. 02840, which okay. just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. <laughs> they say, I hope that's not their leaderboard name. I, it is not. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So it says, love listening to Crystal and Tom. They are so positive and give great info and love Peloton as much as we all do. Hope to meet you two at Homecoming 2020. Oops. Whoops. That didn't work out. Yeah. I was hoping for that too, though. Yes, we were all hoping for that. So, And then it says, Mrs. Abelak. Oh, okay. So... Or A Black, I don't know, but A B E L A C K. So I'm assuming that's the leaderboard name. So okay. thank you. Yes, thank you very yeah. much. You guys are so sweet. Yeah, and we uh, have the best listeners we on the do. planet. They're very nice to us. And also, you can subscribe to podcasts if you're not already aware. Wherever you get them from, uh, just hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And of course, check us out on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash The Clipout. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and you can sign up for a weekly newsletter. Where all the links and pictures and stuff like that will be sent directly to you. You can do that at theclipout.com. And of course, we have a YouTube channel. I you- remembered this week. <laughs> YouTube.com slash theclipout. And you can subscribe to that as well. And also, this might be a good week to give that a shot because we're talking to Andrea Barber for like 45 minutes to an hour. And uh, you might want to see all the. Gibbler faces she makes with us or something. I don't know, but it'll all be on the YouTubes that are so popular with the kids. So go check that out. So there, that's all of that. Let's uh, let's dig in, shall we? Yes, let's do it. Checking out the competition. So we just played the checking out the competition sweeper. I don't know if we've used that one yet. I don't know if we have either. And but Crystal immediately kind of like. I'm not sure it's really viable here. She's like. They're, echelon's not competition You can't play that <laughs> Yeah I mean okay so Well hang on we should probably introduce our guest so he feels like He can talk I think that's a fair point Right <laughs> please do that So joining us from uh, Run Lift Live uh, Or if you prefer Run Lift Live If you want to be like yeah, yeah, that You can go with that Sure. Go with that. If you no be, it's Run Lift Live But, if, but in defense uh, if you want to say If you want to be wrong you could say Run Lift Live That's true so, um, Well you know my first shout out from Alex Yeah, That's what he said Did he really? Oh my god that's hilarious yeah. Great now I'll never be on the show like, So I was wrong <laughs> That show So it's John Mills Hey John how's it going? How's it going? So I, I feel like you've been on so many times. I'm like, we don't need to introduce right. him. What? He's just part of this. He's part of this segment. Yeah. He's, he's just here. I'm just kidding. That's so. right. <laughs> so I know what you're alluding to about the fact that, oh, they're not competition, but they affected the stock price. Well, right? oh, I, okay, mean, I mean, you never know for sure. No, I think they did. Yeah. I think they did. But I'm, I'm not. Okay, I don't call them competition because I don't like their dirty tactics. But right. let's let's just jump in and tell the story the way yes. it went. So from the beginning, in case you haven't heard, Amazon and Echelon were reportedly teaming up for a Prime bike, which was just for Amazon to be selling. And it was a $500 knockoff. And the world went crazy. Uh, Echelon That's was right. on every single cover of everything yeah. internet-wise. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm seeing it. CNN wrote about it. 
Yeah. It was everywhere. Yeah. Every outlet was talking about this. And then when it within my group, same thing, like people were posting left and right about, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this, uh, this collaboration? Yeah, it was a, a lot of talk going on about it. And I guess I immediately was like, partnership, collaboration. I was like, I mean, Amazon didn't build the bike like let's just settle down i never really thought it was a partnership but then it immediately comes out like two hours later after peloton has taken a what five percent dip on the stock market it comes out oh just kidding um well they were there and you know they're part of it but like it's actually the same bike they were selling over walmart they just slapped a prime sticker on it and amazon has nothing to do with it well that wasn't until later okay that was later last night gotcha so so that's right so then last night it came out that amazon I'm going to share my screen because this is just too funny not to share for the people. I believe Jeff Bezos was quoted as saying, no, you didn't. (laughs) You know, when it was reported, I was thinking there's something fishy about this. Yeah, because it's echelon, if nothing else. Well, just on its appearance. So we're to believe that. Amazon in their first step into connected fitness to produce a bike or to advertise a bike, a $1.5 trillion company is going to go, yeah, let me partner with Echelon. <laughs> and by the way, let's just use that bike you were selling at Walmart. And just, can you just slap our stuff on it? And just call like, it a day. That just didn't make any. Just call yeah. it that a day. That just didn't seem like I absolutely love the headlines that have been coming out today. Amazon stops the sale of so-called Prime Bike and calls out the fitness company for peddling the partnership and uh, made them stop selling it. Like they are completely, it has been pulled and they are not to resell it until they change their branding. And it says right here in the article that Echelon does not have a formal partnership with Amazon. I caught that headline early this morning. I mean, someone was pinging me. Me Literally, like five five in the morning, someone was pinging me. That's what I woke up to, John. And I saw we posted almost the exact same times. It was probably the same people. I was like, I was like, ding, ding, ding. I was like, hold on, hold on. Let me wake up. And I I got why they were pinging me, though, because as it was, you know, being stated yesterday, I understand why folks would go, wow. I mean, that makes sense, right? They say they play in the space as kind of the, the low cost kind of vendor. There are other companies that play in that space, Sunny and Nautilus and Schwinn, and they play at that price point. But other than the Walmart bike, Echelon didn't have any other bikes in that price point. And that bike was only sold at Walmart. So, I mean, it kind of made sense for them to advertise a bike at that price point. And the idea that it would be with Amazon and kind of get that type of publicity on the Amazon side, if that was a collaboration, it seemed like extremely beneficial for Echelon. So would hear all the positive talk about it while I was dismissing it. So in all my posts, I was going, I don't know. Is that really a partnership? Maybe, did, are, we, are we sure? Maybe they just are saying it is. And Amazon just went, yeah, yeah, whatever. But are we sure? Right. Let's fact check it. Let's yeah, it, just- <laughs> it seems like it was kind of worded in a way where it's like, it was this weird kind of like, oh, well, well, we're only selling it on Amazon. Therefore, it's an Amazon exclusive. Well, that's not quite the same thing as a partnership now, is it? And that's right. 
That's and right. you know the really the thing that really frustrates me about this because obviously we've never been f- fans of Echelon around here because of stuff like this. I mean, we throw a lot of punches at Echelon in a way that we don't to other people that have entered the space late, like a like a Bowflex or a Nautilus or what have you. Nor to track. There we go. But they they seem like they're always kind of doing stuff like that, this. Yes, I I would like to point out because I had a lot of people push back yesterday and be like, you know, th- you shouldn't be knocking a bike just because it's cheap. And I just want to be very clear: I am not knocking this bike because it is cheap. Right. I am I am knocking this bike because it's Echelon, and I do That's not right. agree with their business practices. And what's really frustrating about this is ultimately, even though they got slapped down by Amazon over at Echelon, I bet you they're all high-fiving each other. Absolutely, they're they are. They're counting this as a win because at the end of the day, all they care publicity. about is they got all sorts of major news outlets telling people yep. that there's a $500 bike out there. And that's right. That's all that they care about. They don't. But if you're contemplating buying a $500 bike, I would say go buy one from a different company. Please. Because if this is what they're willing to do, to get you to know that there's a $500 bike, then this is probably not the people you want to trust to build your $500 bike. And if if you can't, you know, if you don't have the means to get a Peloton, totally understand that. Then, But go buy a different $500 bike because I, I wouldn't trust this company. I just yeah. want to, I, I have it up here on the screen for those of you who are listening via the podcast. I just want to read this. This is not worded in such a way that it could be. This is flat out lying. The Prime bike was developed in collaboration okay, with Amazon, yeah. aiming to create an amazing connected bike for less than $500. And then they go on to say, Amazon looked to us to partner on their first ever connected fitness product is recognition of our commitment to deliver quality at reasonable price wow. point. Like that is not, like that is wow. not. They're, yeah. They are a yeah, bad that's company. That's, that's not semantics. That no. Those are just untruths yes yeah so and you know i got i got the same pushback as as you crystal i i had the same pushback you're we want bikes in the lower cost price point it's democratization john (laughs) i got the same you know pushback but i had previous experience with echelon i mean months ago echelon had put out a video an ad on youtube in comparing their bike their exs5 with peloton's bike and in the comparisons, there were all kinds of lies. They also used Olivia Amato's picture on one of the screens when they were doing the comparison. So I posted it in my group and there was a lawyer was out there and she's like, they can't do that. <laughs> so then she reaches out to Olivia and within like hours, the video has gone. <laughs> right. Right. So we've well seen this stuff before. We have. We have. And and not only in that comparison, they also lie like that comparison. I I know what you're talking about. And there were lies in those comparisons. I mean, they talk just blatant lies. And it's been like that since day one. I mean, and you know what? I have no respect for anybody or any company that completely rips off somebody else's hard work. You know, if I have nothing against somebody that wants to go out there and create something. Right. But like make it your own to lift right. somebody else's ideas and take it and pretend it's your and, and push it out there to the world like right. it's your own is disgusting. In my opinion, I have no yeah. respect for that. None. Well, I, you, you know, I've been referring to them as Debo in, in my group for a while, right? Like <laughs> from Friday, because it's like, that's my bike. Like that's been them from day one, right? 
right? It is. They don't care who made the bike. They yeah. don't. They don't. <laughs> and you know, they do the same thing to uh, mirror. What is that? The, the reflect. That's yeah, what they have for right. that. And they have a rower. They're knocking off a hydro. Like they just, they take everything that everybody else has worked hard on and they just make it their own. I don't like that. It's gross. <laughs> I haven't heard much about the reflect. That, that's one thing that I got to assume the reflect must not be doing as well as the bike as their bike line. I don't are. think I, don't I rarely think. hear anything about the reflect. I think they probably right. jumped on it very they're, quickly without knowing if it was going to be probably popular. waiting for mirror to do a big marketing push and then they'll push it. Yeah. Right. Like they, <laughs> they don't want to. You know, I, I always talk about with concert promotion. I always say I'm in the business of notification, not education. Right. <laughs> it's not my job right, right. to convince you to like sticks. <laughs> It's my job to find a guy who likes sticks and then say, tap, 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 sticks is coming to town. And I feel like Echelon is kind of similar in that mirror is a different. You don't have to explain a bike, right? People get that. But mirror takes an explanation. They don't want to spend the time, effort, and most importantly, money to explain what it is. So they'll wait for mirror to reach a tipping point and then they'll piggyback that. That's uh, my guess. Wow. And it's so gross. That is probably right. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know respect. None. <laughs> yeah. You know, I knew it was funny. Also, you know, when, this is what back in March when the Connect Sport bike came out and they said a similar thing. This is exclusive to Walmart. And it was $497, right? Like, so, so when this thing came out and I'm reading through the article and it was, and you know, the bottom of the article, it says, yeah, and we think this is just the same bike from Walmart. I started comparing the pictures and I'm like, that is the same yeah. bike from Walmart. And so what, right? so what that is, is that's a, that's a game that appliance manufacturers right. like to play where the, right. you know, most of like your washers and dryers, right, are made by like two companies and they just slap a different name on them. So Hot Point is right. also made, made tag or, and I might be off on that, but right. you'll, you get what I'm saying. And, yep. and like when you see like a Home Depot or a Lowe's, they'll have their store brand, but it's really a Maytag or a GE. Right. And, but they'll have a, they'll have these promotions where it's like, if you can find it, cheaper you know we'll we'll price match it and, and give you 10 percent back in cash or some of it's because they know that the brands they carry do not exist anywhere <laughs> right. else and so you you can't match it and i did it once right. by accident and they and that's that's how i know this the guy's like but i was like i found this at a maytag store and it was it was like a hundred dollars cheaper and the guy's like that's not supposed to be a thing like they're not supposed <laughs> oh! he's like they're not supposed to sell this there and he like and, it, oh! it, and here's how you know it's a scam it's like such a scam like that it took them like an hour to figure out how to give me the rebate <laughs> Because they had <laughs> never, never done, done it. it. Never they had happened. never done it. And they had no clue how to do it. And like, but that's the game that they're playing right there. Right. We'll just scrape off well, the, the, the name and, and put a different name on. And you know what? That's right. a little bit different because you are in collaboration with the vendor at that point. Right. And sure. so everybody yeah. from the seller standpoint is on the same page. Right. They're not just flat out stealing sure. it. So that's a little bit different than what Echelon is doing. But in 
in this case with the selling it in two different places, I'm not even upset they're selling it in two different places totally. and slapping a different label yeah, on it. Yeah, I was just talking about the, the make and model game. But, but I know, yeah, but somebody like, will question it. Somebody's right, going to be but, out there. Right. But Lowe's <laughs> right. was really selling the thing and they had already signed a deal with Maytag or GE or whatever. And like that, that was all real, which is not what was right. going on with Echelon and Amazon. In my opinion, and I got pushback on this too, I don't think it's a pretty bike. And if you do, great, go buy it, be happy. But I don't. I think that my Peloton is beautiful. <laughs> and uh, I can't imagine having that Echelon in my house for multiple reasons. Well, so wh- where this actually bothers me about what Echelon is doing is, be- well, so Sunny has a $299 bike. They're working, and I'm sure that bike isn't selling all that well, but they're covering a particular price point. Right. And Schwinn has a $499 bike. And I'm sure that's not doing all that well now with the proliferation of connected fitness, right. but but they're covering that price point. Sure. Same thing with Nautilus. They've got a bike in that price range. Echelon, you know, this is kind of a secondary gig for them. Like they sell appliances and they sell other like utility things. And, and when they came in with a bike, that was kind of like a secondary business for them. So, and they advertise it well, like, they could be taking market share from these other companies that are really kind of just doing things the right way while they're trying to kind of be a little, you know, crafty and shifty. And so it is kind of, I mean, I I appreciate the idea of democratization. I appreciate that you got players down there that, you know, are, are, they are providing a service at that range. So yeah, that does kind of, bug you a little bit about it. Yeah, it, yeah. it does. You're because you're right. I have never like I have never heard a bad thing about Sunny. I've never heard a bad thing about the Schwinn bike right. that they that's out there. Right. And people have used them since since I've been a Peloton owner and they've used them with their iPad. And quite frankly, that's pretty much what an echelon is at any price point. You're just throwing an iPad on it and taking the Peloton classes. So it is not fair that this company is coming along acting like they're better than they are and they're equals to Peloton. And then at the same time, in my opinion, ripping off the ideas and the technology and then leaving people in the dust. It's not cool. It's rewarding bad behavior. It is. I want the bad people police to get them. (laughs) (laughs) They don't exist. Well, I've been wondering wondering when when that was going to happen because I've been thinking at some point, like people that may partner with them, the industry or the customers may come to have an impression of their business and business model but i hadn't seen that to date yeah i guess i'm surprised that like all amazon does is put out a a strongly worded press release i don't know that's pretty that's pretty that's pretty bad but i'm just saying have somebody call you out public that's a pretty big deal it is but at the end of the day they still told everybody there's a 500 bike and that's what's top of mind that's what the average consumer is going to walk away with and you would think Amazon would want to make an example of them and send a message to stop the next company because if this is all that happens is they call you out but you get tons of free press about your product well then I would like to announce that the clip out has partnered with Amazon (laughs) (laughs) well you know somebody brought article CNN (laughs) somebody brought up a very interesting point about that that you know Peloton uses Amazon EWS services like a lot and so that might be <laughs> that might they, be why they was so quick to get the strongly worded. They might have leaned on them. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I like uh, to think that they did. I would like. I would like to see this company have their ass handed to them. That's what I would like to see. I feel that way about. Especially if that really was an impact. Right? Especially if there really was an impact to the stock. Yeah. Like, I wasn't sure. 
But if, but it did dip. Well, you weren't the only one that thought that because right. yesterday when I was so, looking I at the the stock, my little stock ticker, that article came up and they showed Amazon stock up, Peloton stock down. Now that is not <laughs> a coincidence, you know. Yeah, I and mean, it makes sense because if if you're an investor and you all of a sudden think Amazon is gonna get into this world now, like that. That is a major that somebody with deep pockets who doesn't necessarily have to make their money off the bike. They can be like, oh, and now these classes are bundled into your prime video subscription. And uh, you know what I mean? So it's like I get why and that they're would, not. Just and they're to not be clear. like we were saying, but like <laughs> the, but you if you think that's what if Amazon's really behind this, that's where your mind goes. This is what's that's coming. Right. And so. It makes total sense it would affect the socks. So. Yes, and and I have to say, part of what I, I started to say a while ago and I forgot was that some of that pushback I was getting for people from people was because it was like, well, but this is Amazon. This is this isn't a bad thing. This is a good thing. And it was just like, no, 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 no. It's still echelon. It's yeah. still echelon, guys. I don't <laughs> I don't believe that that is the case. So because uh, I love Amazon. I mean, I know a lot of people have issues with Amazon, but and, I, and I, I get why they I do. do. Too. I, I do, too. I, but I, I the convenience factor. It's I am a fan hard of hard to argue. So, uh, (laughs) but anyway, uh, yeah, this is crazy. But today the stock was back up and for the first time ever hit a hundred dollars a share. So take that echelon. (laughs) (laughs) John Mills went and ordered a monocle off of Amazon. (laughs) I I saw it pre-market going up and I started and I, after I read the article that, oh yeah, this is an apartment ship. And then I saw it pre-market going up and I'm like. They were right. That really was from the the whole announcement. You know, I'm thinking maybe it did dip, right? Uh, that's just yeah, that's wild. It is laugh. Yeah, that sums it up. What I did find humorous is so the, the announcement comes out and it says, okay, they've changed the listing in Amazon so that the bike is now listed as unavailable. Okay, right. And so I went, really? Let me go check that out. So I go out there and I start searching, and I can't even find it. <laughs> right so i think it was kind of like a a moving thing like it was happening in real time yeah. okay wow you know, you know what i mean yeah <laughs> that's really funny that's funny <laughs> yeah. so anyway there's the latest with that that's more airtime than echelon deserves yeah but hopefully the takeaway is don't they're, trust them and jank. tell everybody you know don't trust yeah, them they're janky so <laughs> well thank you very much for joining us john until uh next week where can people find you um, they can find me on Facebook at um, in my Run, Lift, and Live group or Run, Lift, and Live page. They can also find me on Instagram at Run, Lift, and Live or at RunLiftAndLive.com. Awesome. Is that affiliated with Run, Lift, and Live? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm partnering yeah. with Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't know that. that I think Echelon, I heard Echelon started a group called Run, Lift, and Live. So keep an eye out for that. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Go get them. <laughs> well, you. I don't want your stock oh. dropping. Yeah. <laughs> talk to you guys later. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each, so nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away 100 or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say, that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. 
for your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to Gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at Gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Peloton in the news. People magazine. That's a big deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the few magazines left that still get published. <laughs> you're getting, right? You're getting fewer and fewer of them. So Robin Arzon was featured in People magazine. She was. All about her pregnancy. Yeah. She talked about how she hopes to basically her hopes with her pregnancy and that she wants to have a very fit pregnancy. And I really liked this little quote from her. It says, my entire mission in going through this for the first time myself is to focus on what I can do rather than what I can't. So that's great. And she's going to, she said that she feels like the conversation around pregnancy, especially keeping being fit during that pregnancy, right. what kind of modifications do you do? Um, and she said, you know, she doesn't believe in starting from a place of limitations. So, well, clearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. I mean, yeah, she's amazing. So um, and they go on to talk about how she's the first Peloton instructor to speak so openly about her pregnancy. Yeah. And of course, she's, you know, Robin. She's always Robin when she talks about this. And she talks about she wants to remind people, women, that they are the most majestic, baddest creatures on this planet. No matter what birth you're contemplating, no matter how you feel physically, focus on what you can do. And let's create opportunity, areas of opportunity for that power. So I love that. Um, And then, of course, we have to keep in mind that she has a type one pregnancy. So she's diabetic as well. So she said that she has wonderful supportive medical team that is going to make sure that she stays healthy and fit. Awesome. And it's just another sign about how far Peloton has come since its inception that its instructors are featured in outlets like People Magazine. Absolutely. Like, like, quote unquote, real celebrities. (laughs) That's that's exactly right. Yeah. 
It's kind of crazy. It's crazy that it's come to this, you know? I mean, it is and it isn't. I could always see it happening. Totally. But it's weird to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird. I, I was going back and working on some stuff and I was listening to la- past episodes and I was way back in like the teens on yeah. our episodes. And it was just funny to hear like the things that still impressed us with like, oh, Peloton just did this, like got mentioned in some small way in the media. Now it's like it everywhere wouldn't even make our radar since we've been doing this three and a half years. It's gone from we got excited about seeing a commercial to it is are the instructors are on in People magazine. Yeah, like, that's crazy. It is. Yes, very much so. Congrats to Peloton. <laughs> New content. So I know Peloton recently announced their health and fitness council, and it just seems weird to then turn around and build classes around going to bars, especially in this age of COVID when we should be socially distancing. No. I mean, I know that we're Peloton fans here, but I have to put my foot down and say that this is wrong. No. What? It's not that kind of bar. What? You shouldn't go to any kind of bar, honey. It's it's B-A-R-R. It's it's a type. Oh, so it's a fancy bar, and no. that's different. <laughs> no, it's a type of like exercise. Oh, that. Oh, well, yeah. that would explain why I was unfamiliar with it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like ballet inspired classes. I think it's ballet. <laughs> don't hate to embarrass you on the show like this, but <laughs> well, you just told everyone that you think Peloton is structuring classes <laughs> around drinking, so. Who's embarrassed now? <laughs> I'm unembarrassed. I know. I know yeah. you are. <laughs> so they, there's a whole new batch of bar classes out. Yes. Uh, so this is I have to explain to those people who don't know. In, in, since the beginning of Peloton, people have been asking right. for bar classes. So the fact that they are here is a huge deal and should not be overlooked. Well, I, I was going to say, I remember talking a while back, talking about old episodes about... There was a lot of scuttlebutt because a couple instructors had been seen basically getting certified for bar. And do you know that that's been over a year? I knew it had been a while. Yeah. And um, and so I think actually it might have been eight months, but it's been it's been a long enough to have a baby. Let's say that. OK. And um, and so that's how long it's taken to put it into fruition. Yeah. So you got to wonder, you know, the other day Peloton was saying uh, Peloton. John Foley was saying in the investor and analyst uh, meeting that. New verticals are dropping. That was last week. Then over the weekend, we get an email. Some people got an email. I think it might be people who love these two teachers. They take them all the time. It okay. was uh, Hallie, Hallie, Hannah and Allie. Gotcha. And um, they got an email. Like their celebrity couple yeah, name. Hallie. <laughs> <laughs> I have deemed them Hallie. Yeah. Uh, they they said, hey, we're, we're dropping these classes tomorrow at 10 a.m. You're the first to know about it. This was on Sunday night. Monday, the classes drop. Right. And I find that interesting because I suspect it's not going to be long before we see another vertical dropping. Interesting. Because he mentioned it, which means it is in short. It's in a very short timeline or he wouldn't have mentioned it in that setting. It's closer to dropping than not. Exactly. So we'll see what that is. But um, I wanted to tell everybody about my thoughts on the bar class because I took my first one the other day. I did a 30 minute bar class with Hannah. Um, One thing that really struck me and I was fascinated by it was how strong my tonal has made me because I did a 30 minute bar class with heavier weights than they suggested. I used five pounds as opposed to the two to three pounds they suggested. And I was able to do the entire thing. That is just a plug for how much strength has changed 
my abilities right. and I, it's like little things you don't realize you know because i know i'm not like super skinny because i haven't exactly watched what i've been eating but that was fascinating to me so i just had to say that but also i really enjoyed this class i really enjoyed that it's focusing on your legs and your stomach and your arms in a completely different way than what we've been seeing with the strength classes there's room for both and i think this is this is a great way to do like Kind of lighter strength right. that you want to really focus on some key areas like your like core and things like that. So I really enjoyed it and I thought it was taught very well. Yeah, and uh, it was it was good. And I also thought it was interesting that they put the bar socks up on the boutique. Yeah, here's the most important part for Crystal. There are now new things to buy, and I didn't boutique. buy them. I didn't buy them. You can get them at, at the bounce house. You, you town, can, right? you can. And a lot of people were like, "Why are we buying hospital socks?" That's what everybody was calling them. The older ladies, like myself, we were calling them hospital socks because they're the no slip socks that yeah. you see. My first thought was like, "That's where you get it." Like the it like Sky the Zone. Sky Zone. There yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. The, and and that's absolutely true. It's the same. Like e- either of those right, socks yeah. will work. And I did this in my my bedroom on the carpet and I had no problem whatsoever. I was fine. Yeah. Uh, so I think, you know, do whatever you're comfortable with. By all means, I'm pretty sure the socks are already sold out. So if you didn't get them that first day, you know, you know how it flows. You get it. It goes fast. They'll be back. I yeah. think I know some things come and go, but this seems like something that would eventually kind of just be in stock in perpetuity. I don't know. They don't have other things that you would think in perpetuity. So I don't know. Uh, it could have been just like day one. I, they will definitely be back, in yeah. my opinion. I don't know that it'll be all the time, though. I also thought that it was interesting. They put these classes under strength. And at first, they didn't have their own filter. So people were kind of like, ah. So, you know, they've dropped the resistance band classes. They've dropped these. It's very, very clear to me. Yet again, I just want to say again, strength is a big thing for Peloton. And they are really pushing on it. So see where it goes. You know, you also were commenting off mic about you've noticed all sorts of like little changes to the user interface on Peloton lately. Now, nothing that's true. Huge, but just lots, lots of little things. Yeah. It, and we've had so much going on the last few weeks that it really hasn't been, you know, like, oh, I need to bring this up. So I'm glad that you did bring it up now. It, it's little things like when you end a class, there always used to be a box that appeared over the instructor's face. Okay. And that's how you did your rating. So you would like thumbs up thumbs down and then it would bring up a larger screen that you could be you could say how hard it was on a scale of one to ten etc things like that well now what they do is they have a bar at the very top of the screen it gives you the option do you want to bookmark a class do you want to rate the class do you want to share the class all those things are across the top the reason that that's important is so many people have said Stop covering up the instructor's face at the end because they're talking like they are sitting there telling you how to stretch and there's this box over their head and it's really irritating. So it was a minor thing, but also something that people have been asking for again since I can remember. So that was cool that they did. Also, um, I thought it was interesting. Somebody brought this up to me a few weeks ago. Now, whenever you click on somebody and to give them a high five, Used to, if you, the only thing that happened over on the left hand side when you clicked on a high five was the high five. Now, if you click on their name, it opens up the box on the right side where you're following them on the leaderboard side. It opens that up and then you can immediately start following them and see their metrics. So it's kind of like a shortcut to be able to get to people, which is nice because the leaderboard is so ginormous these days that if you're trying to follow somebody or see their stats, it's just like, shroom, shroom. 
that was that's fast scrolling yeah. for those of you. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, and so you can't catch them to click on them twice. So by being able to high five somebody to see their stats, it, it goes faster. Now that only works if they've high fived you. <laughs> so they had to be in your high five tray. Just lots of little things like that. And another interesting thing is that with the here now feature, all of a sudden last week, the way that it's always worked with here now is that when you start your ride or run, whoever is on that ride at that time, even if they only have five minutes left, stays on the leaderboard and you see them the entire time you're in the class. Okay. Okay. Well, now, well, then last week. All of a sudden that changed and they went down to the bottom of the leaderboard and changed to zero so you could no longer see them. Now, that really irritated people because they like to use them as benchmarks. So they get on that that rider run and they like to pass them. Basically, they like to see if they can pass them. So then all of a sudden it changes back. And Mm. now it's back the way it was. So I think they made that change without meaning to. My greater point to all of this is that I think that. There is something big coming. They're making all these tiny tweaks and it feels like there's more. You know, it's Hmm. like it's preparing for something. I don't know what that is or what that means. Um, And I also total side note, going back to the bar thing. Another thing that just like we kind of passed over the bar studio is completely different looking than anything else we've seen Peloton do. All the lighting is different. It's this like raised platform. It's very oh. like it kind of reminds me of the 80s Jane Fonda looking thing. Not <laughs> not the colors or yeah. the lighting, but just the raised platform piece of it. I definitely was like kind of transported back to, you know, doing like buns of steel. You know what I mean? Maybe they'll have leg warmers in the boutique. You never know. <laughs> you never know. So um, all in all, all good stuff. I just thought it was very interesting. Yeah, totally. And then also... 45-minute strength classes yes. are now available. And this is another thing people have been asking for. Give us longer strength classes. And, you know, as I said earlier, I think lots of things are going to be happening with strength. This is another one. So for people who can't find it, because I've gotten a lot of messages about this, it is on the live schedule. I know it's it's different because they didn't just drop it as a on demand, but this time it's live. And it's Rebecca Kennedy on September 30th. You can see the first 45-minute strength class. So uh, hopefully a lot of people take that and... If we take a lot of them, they'll make more. So take the class. <laughs> also, we should probably uh, remind people that uh, we're going to do a Zoom call on Saturday. We are. So we love to hang out with people on Zoom, especially since people can't go places anymore. Yes. Uh, luckily, Peloton canceled those bar classes that they were planning. <laughs> those would have been dangerous. And uh, <laughs> I think we need to rename it. It's no longer the it's no longer the clip out Zoom call. It is now the clip out bar call. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, if you want to be a part of that, swing on by Facebook.com slash the clip out or probably even easier, join the group and we and we'll have a link there where you can Join the call when it's time on Saturday at six o'clock central. Right. And so for all of our East Coasters, that's seven o'clock your time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I am excited about that. It's going to be fun. It's fun. So come uh, come hang out. And you know what? While we're doing some house cleaning here, we should probably also drop in that we've got a big thing planned for October. Oh, so big. You know, I am we, so excited about this. We've done some cool contests in the past. And this one is a contest slash fundraiser. Where uh, the proceeds will go to a wonderful charity And I will just say The prize is I think pretty cool Yes And you should just uh, watch this space I think we'll have everything in line for that Next week to tell you what that's going to be So uh, so 
get ready to help out and, and maybe win something super cool. There was a new Peloton video on YouTube featuring Dennis Morton that dropped this week. There was. And, uh, you know, the reason that I, I pointed this out is that it shows a basically it's a highlight of Dennis going from the bike to the floor to do yoga and really highlighting that key feature of the bike plus how it has that swivel screen. Gotcha. And um, I also think it's very interesting because. It just shows you how far in advance Peloton has been working on this. I mean, he did this whole like this series several months ago that was like ride and flow. They have been planning on this for so long. It was clear that series was made for the bike plus. They gotcha. just couldn't put it out there the way they wanted to. So I just thought that was pretty cool. Interesting. And that kind of feeds back into your talk talking earlier about how just there's always things being worked on That's and you right. never know when they're going to pop up and, and show up on your bike yep. or tread. Peloton always says they like to surprise and delight their members. <laughs> Getting the psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us today, Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couple Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen. Her long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show, she's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy, and she has a wonderful little app called No More Diets that you should give a shot, Dr. Jen. Hi. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. Thank you for coming back once again. Yeah. So this week we were going to talk a little bit about the science behind I think I can and why thinking you can do something will result in you being able to do it. And then also why it doesn't work for some people who we won't name because we would hate to embarrass Crystal. <laughs> I come prepared to dig deep with Crystal. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. I think that the whole concept of I think I can, you know, very much, you know, the little engine that could, which we, most of us have read in childhood, what it really is about is programming our brain. And it's kind of like the old Alcoholics Anonymous adage of fake it till you make it, that for most people, when you first tell yourself, I can do it, or, you know, anything that you program in your mind, at first, you don't believe it. But in my clinical experience, and I know that Crystal's a little bit of an exception on this, <laughs> but in my clinical experience, and I, I've been a therapist for about three decades now, typically, there's a tipping point where you go from, I don't believe that to, huh, maybe there's some truth to that to, yes, that's true. Yes, I can do it. Or whatever the positive assertion is that you're working on. And I think that a big part of it is reprogramming our brain. And I think that our default, unfortunately, tends to be with the negative, that we oftentimes will grow up with a parent or a coach or a teacher or a grandparent or someone of influence who tells us something negative that clicks for us, that we then start to use in our own programming that we take on in our brain and then we tell ourselves that thing over and over and over again. And, and in my experience, and I tend to be a little cognitive behavioral about this kind of stuff, that in order to get rid of those, that negative self-talk, we have to talk back to it. And we're not going to believe it in the beginning, but re repetition 
creates belief and also creates change. So how long are we talking? Like how many times, <laughs> how many times yeah. do you have to repeat something like that to, to well, get it through? Well, I think it depends on how long the negative self-talk has been going. It depends on if there's been trauma associated with it. It depends on your belief system. You know, I know that like I had a very, very strict Russian coach who had a certain way of talking to us that I did rhythmic gymnastics. I was on the national team for five years. She's top coach in the country, but part of her coaching method, which she learned in Russia, according to her, was calling us names and they were not very nice names. So I had to work very hard to reprogram my brain with a combination of therapy, but also changing my self-talk. For me, it took years of fighting those messages that she had implanted in my brain for that to shift. So, you know, it's, it's not that you do it once or twice, that you get on the tread to take a running class with Bex and you're struggling and you just say, oh, I'm a runner, I can do it. And now all of a sudden it's easy. That's not going to happen. It's going to take months, if not sometimes years of saying it over and over in your mind. And where a lot of people go wrong is they say, well, I just don't believe it. So I'm not going to say it. Or they say, well, I'm saying it, but I don't believe it. So I'm going to stop doing it. But you have to do it over and over and over for months and months and months. And again, sometimes years before you reprogram your brain, because this is really just reprogramming. Okay. So let me ask you this. What if you don't, you can't believe it? Like what, (laughs) I mean, isn't that the same question you just asked? I mean, it's a little bit different. I mean, like, okay. You know how people say that they're like, there's always platitudes that people say to you, like, you know, that you don't deserve that or you you deserve to take a night off or whatever, you know, but you know, you know that you still need to be working hard. So like, there can't be the only one like this that's like, if somebody's like, well, you did the best you could, I can literally go through and pick it apart till I can find something I could have done better. I can't mm-hmm. be the only person like that. But- <laughs> no, you're not. You're absolutely not. And look, I, I think that, uh, look, my hypothesis and granted the people who I follow on Instagram who are Peloton people, like maybe it's just that we tend to attract what we are, but like, a lot of us are pretty type A. Like, I don't know if it's it, like, which came first, the chicken or the egg, but at least the people who I know who are really intensely into Peloton tend to be more type A people. And I think as type A people, we tend to be a little more self-critical. We tend to have super high standards sometimes to the point where it can actually harm us. We tend to be a bit of perfectionists. But I also think that The goal to me is always finding the balance of having high standards, but also being kind with ourselves while pushing ourselves in ways that are positive, not self-destructive. And it's, to me, it's always a balance. And that's to me, what really, what you're asking is about. It's finding that balance that, yeah, sure. You can always find something else that you did, but also at the same time, what's done is done and you have to make peace with what's done. And if it's a situation where it's like, well, you did the best you could, even if the answer is, well, actually I really didn't, you have to make peace with that you didn't. And also that maybe there was a reason that you didn't. That sometimes 
we don't work because we're in a pandemic. Our kids needed us. Our, our we had a deadline at work. So we missed the boat on something else. And can we learn to forgive ourselves when we're not perfect, when we don't hit the ball out of the park, where, when we don't perform the way we want to? And when should we be forgiving ourselves and just saying, okay, what's done is done. And when should we look at that and say, okay, what am, what am I supposed to learn from this? But what I can tell you is that beating ourselves up does not help because of beating ourselves up got us to the body that we wanted or the raise that we wanted or whatever it was, we'd be there by now. In my experience, clinical and personal, that when we are able to work on self-acceptance while pushing ourselves to be our best, that is what gets us the best results. That's fascinating. It is. Yeah. You got to it before I was going to, before I asked, I was going to be like, yeah. but how do you know when it's okay to let yourself off the hook? But you, yeah, yeah. But I, like look, I, professional. Think, I think that one of the key things is that we can use these experiences that we have where we have let ourselves down or we didn't meet a goal or, you know, we didn't get that PR when we, we were so close or whatever it is, we can use those instead of to beat ourselves up and harm ourselves and make ourselves miserable. If we can really objectively pull back and say, okay, what am I supposed to learn from this experience? What can I learn from this so I can do better next time? That's when we're going to grow. That's when we're going to inch ourselves towards meeting those goals. When we beat ourselves up, that never really accomplishes anything good. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for, yes. for joining us again this week. Uh, until next time, where can people find you? Everyone can find me on my social media at Dr. Jen Mann. Two ends on Jen, two ends on man. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, the works. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. While we're talking about uh, Jen's, <laughs> Jen Sherman recently uh, got a DM from someone complaining about her use of the F word. So is it was it like she's not using it enough? We need to hear it more often. Was that the no. complaint? Oh, no, it was definitely you don't need to use oh. that during your rides. I don't know what the exact message was because I didn't see it. Yeah. But um, that was the impression I got was that you shouldn't be using they that during your rides. They were scolding her. They were. And she did not care to be scolded. Shocking. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Who'd have seen that coming? So if you haven't seen it, you should go back and uh, check out last Sunday's class because it was funny um and she also did an ig post about it which if you get the uh newsletter you will be able to get the link to that i'm not going to play it because it goes into igtv and it's pretty long but gotcha let's just say that she basically said we're all adults here and i don't use it because i have to i don't have other words to use i use it because it motivates me and um if you don't like it that's too fucking bad <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, which you know what? I know and I'm not saying that every ride or every class needs to have an F bomb, but I love that Peloton lets instructors be themselves. Yeah. And this is a great example of that. That not every instructor does this. Sure. Not, I mean, not every instructor uses the F word. And it right. wouldn't feel right if they did. Yeah. It also wouldn't feel right if they weren't themselves. I really relate to and I feel strongly about the people that I can feel their genuine vibes coming through. And Jen does that for me. So 
good for her for not backing down. Good for Peloton for supporting her. Other connected fitness. Some interesting news about Zwift. We talked about them a little bit earlier in passing. We did. Yeah. Uh, big news. Big news. They, uh, <laughs> they passed $1 billion value after they did some fundraising in which they raised four hundred and fifty thousand or million was million dollars. Million. It was million. 450,000 wouldn't be Nothing. impressive. That's yeah. not impressive. Four hundred and fifty million dollars. Uh, and this is a big deal because apparently they're going to try to come out with their own bike. Not everybody's happy about that. I'm hearing a lot of a lot of comments in the Peloton community, especially from our road riders that are like, yeah, you guys should just stick with what you do well. Stay out of the hardware. So interesting. Yeah. But it it will be interesting to see what happens with that. So um, I'm curious. Peloton celebrity sightings. We talked earlier about uh, Robin Arzan being in people and just about how you see more and more Peloton instructors just kind of living in that world of celebrity. Right. And Tunde was featured on Common's YouTube show. She was, and uh, it is up over on YouTube now, so you can go see it. But yeah, they they did a whole show together about wellness and mental health, and uh, it was it was just a really good conversation. So it was episode six of his show, and you're not sure if you're not sure which one it is. Um, and I was trying to share it, but my computer is not cooperating. <laughs> well, and we'll also be sure to include the link in the show notes and in the email blast that goes out every week. Uh, that you can sign up for at theclipout.com. Yes, and the name of it is Common Well, com, C-O-M, plus well. Common Rides with Peloton's Tune Day. Very cool. And then speaking of Tune Day, she had Emma Lovewell on her series to yeah. discuss her story of growing up in a household with an Asian mother and a white father. Yeah, and if you missed that, you definitely want to check it out. Um, I love the way Tunde gets kind of, not kind of, she gets real deep right. on these conversations. And so you definitely want to check that out. It was it was a good, and it's her speak series, if we did not say that. Um, and you can find it very easily over on Instagram. And of course, we'll have the link for it. And then finally, an update on Peloton for Parkinson's. Yeah, this is uh, quite, uh, first of all, a long time coming. I want to I want to apologize to Eric Tostred. He sent me this a few weeks ago, but there's been so much going on totally. and we've had such long shows. I've had a hard time <laughs> totally. fitting it in. But um, congratulations to to Peloton for Parkinson's. They they raised their year total, five year total to one hundred and eighteen thousand dollars. That day they raised forty thousand dollars dollars wow, in nice. one day yeah and if you haven't been out to this website you should definitely check it out you guys can actually still go out there and donate like it's it's not closed so right. so please don't be don't be shy if that's something that you're interested in but you know if you missed our episode with eric tostard he talked about what this meant to him and his mother's battle with parkinson's and it's it's just a really a uh, nice story so yeah. Please, please check it out. And you know what? A way to go for figuring out a way to still make this event happen in the age of COVID because this is not something that in the past had, had been virtual and they figured out a way. So hat tip. Yes. Congratulations to the whole team. Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via the magic of Zoom to very excited about this one, Andrea Barber. She's best known for her role <laughs> on the ABC TGIF staple Full House, where she played Kimmy Gibbler from 1987 to 1985 
after that ended, she retired from acting, started focusing on her personal life. In the years since, she has become an advocate for mental health awareness, an avid runner, and now a Peloton fanatic. And in 2016, literally found her way back to the Tanner family home in the (laughs) spinoff series Fuller House, the number one family show on Netflix. Also, if that's not enough, she's also the author of the best-selling memoir, Full Circle, From Hollywood to Real Life, and back again, ladies and gentlemen, and all points in between, Andrea Barber. Oh my gosh, wow. Did you boost my ego or what? That's the goal. That's the goal. Everywhere I go, and you can just do that introduction everywhere it goes. Fantastic. If my wife signs off on it, yeah, that's <laughs> only if I get to come too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She has first read a refusal on me, but uh, past that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So we can't help but notice that Crystal pointed this out. In all fairness, no one would expect me to know this. That's but true. You're wearing your Sentry shirt. I am. Yes. Yes. This is the first time I've actually worn it. I did my century ride on July 3rd, which was also my 44th birthday. Oh, happy course, birthday. It took several months to arrive. It takes, you know, I think Peloton's a little, a little backed up right now with requests and orders. So, um, yeah, it arrived a few weeks ago and this is the first time I'm, I'm pulling it out to wear it. I thought it was oh, very perfect. I love that. I really do feel honored that you did that. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real fan of you guys. I actually Aww. subscribe and listen to your podcast. So I'm super excited. That you I don't asked know if you can tell, but I am totally blushing right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is like incredibly exciting to me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Tom had um, tweeted me or something months ago and was like, yeah. hey. I see you have a Peloton. My wife has this podcast. And I'm like, I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, I didn't know. Right. And then, uh, <laughs> A few weeks later, my friend Ivy texted me and she was like, hey, I listened to this Peloton podcast that they just mentioned your name. And I was like, well, <laughs> And so I went and I looked it up. And I, of course, being vain, I'm like, let me just download the episode that where you mentioned me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is a legit podcast. Like, you are the Peloton podcast. This is so <laughs> And so then I subscribed and I've been listening ever since. So oh, well, very, awesome. very excited to be asked on as a guest. So you've had your bike, I think you told Tom on Twitter, five months? I've had it since February. So yeah, I mean, it feels like 12 years because that's right when, right before COVID I know, started. right? So it was a but lot that longer, was... but I was fortunate to get my bike right before all of that went down. Yeah. So um, it wasn't even like a coronavirus buy. Like I, w- I was legitimately interested in the bike before all of that went down. So I felt very lucky. My wait time to get my bike was like four days. So. Oh, yeah. You were lucky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've heard some people say at this point, it's like 12 weeks out. Like it. it wow. Yeah. Oh That's wild. Ooh, I is. feel bad for them. So. I know. And it's I think it's. It's worth uh, it. Though. It's worth <laughs> yeah, and it's really depending on what part of the country you're in because it can get really, really bad, right? Yeah, definitely. So Tom said in the intro there, I couldn't help but notice that you were an avid runner. So you have, but you have the bike, not the tread. I find that interesting. Yeah. Well, okay. I do have a treadmill. I just have like a basic sole treadmill, right? Sure. I'm, I'm pointing because it's right here in front of me in my bedroom. <laughs> it's got laundry on it, of course, right now. So, um, so I already had a treadmill and I don't even really use it because I, I don't really run that much anymore. I just sort of, I didn't stop running. Once you're a runner, you're always a runner. But just because life got super busy last year, it's super hot where I live in Southern California. 
And I just lost my motivation to run. However, a lot of my runner friends started getting Pelotons and I started noticing all of their chatter about it. This was, <laughs> this was late last year in December, like right around the time, like that controversial commercial for oh, Pelotons. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, so there was a lot of buzz in the air, but my friends were just like, oh my gosh, Peloton, Peloton, Peloton. They loved it. And I felt I was feeling FOMO. So I was like, well, I don't know. I've never even taken a spinning class before. So I don't even know if I would like this. It doesn't like, it doesn't seem like it would be fun. <laughs> they were like, just go try it out. Go to the showcase store and try it out. So I was like, all right. So we were in Santa Monica early January before everything shut down. And I walked by the Peloton store and I was like, all right, well, I'll just go try it. And the, the lady who helped us was super nice. Like, I didn't even know how to put on the cleats. Like, I'm like, I don't know how to, like, strap these things on. I didn't know how to clip in. Like, I was very dumb about the whole thing. And she was very patient and kind. And she put on a ride for me. And I rode for five minutes. And I was, like, super winded and my crotch hurt. And I was like, I'm never <laughs> doing this. Like, I'm not. Why do people buy this? Like, I'm not going to spend you know, $2,500 on this piece of machinery and it's just going to sit in my house and be like a, you know, a glorified laundry basket. Like just, no, I'm not going to do that. But I was still really mystified. Like I was so curious because I'm like, man, people love their Pelotons. And I, I wanted that. Like, I'm like, I want to love something as much as people love their Pelotons. Like that's how I felt about running when I got into running like seven or eight years ago. And I somehow lost that magic and that love somewhere along the way. Um, and I'd lost the motivation. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to dive in. You know, like, my boyfriend had taken spinning classes before, so I knew he would at least use the Peloton if I didn't. But we decided just to go for it and to bite the bullet and, and buy the bike. And we did. And it arrived right, right around Valentine's Day. And I didn't love it at first. Like, I hated it. Like, I was so <laughs> bad at it. Like, I, I really, like, I have, if people out there are, like, struggling to love the bike or, if, like, if you're a newbie, like, I hated the first 30 rides. Like, I was just like, I'm bad at this. I'm uncoordinated. I can't get out of the saddle. Like, I didn't have the coordination or the leg strength to get out of the saddle. Like, I, I was just, I just, I felt really bad about myself. <laughs> so if you didn't like it, what, what made you persist? Yeah, why um, did you keep getting back on? Yeah. I know, this is kind of a terrible story, right? It's just like, why? She, she spent the first 20 minutes of this podcast describing <laughs> what she um, It was my friends. It was my, my runner friends who are now my Peloton friends. I call them my pillow besties. We have a whole like text chat that we are constantly texting each other. And they were just kind of like, you know, like, hey, we noticed because they can, you know, everyone can see your, your history of your rides. And they're like, we noticed you haven't been riding lately. Like you've been on this meditation streak, but you haven't been, <laughs> on, you haven't been riding, you haven't ridden the bike in like three weeks. And I'm like, yeah, I just, you know, I'm just not feeling it. I, I just feel really bad at this. And they're just like, well, what do you need? Like, what do you need? Do you want, you know, we'll ride with you. Do you want, we'll introduce you to the fun rides. Let's do some live DJ rides. Let's do some Cody Rigsby. Like, let's just make it super fun. And so we set like an appointment every Friday and Monday to ride together um, at the same time on those two days every single week. And that's how like, that's how Andrea got her groove back. And that's <laughs> when it like, hit. that's when the magic hit. And I started riding very consistently and loving it. And I, that's when I got like that Peloton high and I was like hooked you know, from then on out. I was you like, know what's this so is great it. is like, that's, like I found it. that you know love so and that. 
excitement. It was back. <laughs> What's so great is that's not even really all that unique of a story. I, you know, in all honesty, like I think a lot of people, you know, we talk all the time about the community of Peloton. And I think there's a lot of people that it's they kind of maybe fall off the wagon, so to speak. And, and, and their friends are Facebook friends that they've never met in real life kind of suck them back in. And I think people kind of kind of flail around just like you did. You needed to find you needed to find a way to connect with your friends on the bike versus just having friends that had a bike. And I mean, that made all the difference for you. And I I know whenever I first got the bike, I just like bounced around. I would just take class after class after class. And, you know, I enjoyed it, but it was different whenever I found people that I rode all the time with. Like there used to be a 6 a.m. tribe and we would all ride at 6 a.m. And it was kind of like the good old days of Peloton because the schedule is completely different now than it used to be. But there used to be a 45 minute ride every morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. And so we would all ride together and it was this huge community. And then you would see people on the weekends and you would high five when that became a thing. And you just kind of grow with them. You start finding out when people's birthdays are and their kids are graduating or they're graduating and it just changes everything. So I you found the magic. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And I, I had heard that about the community. You know, that's such a buzzword community, community. And I was just like, whatever. Like, I didn't believe it at first. I didn't know, like, I'm like, what does that mean? Like, am I just going to meet a bunch of strangers and automatically bond with them? And for me, it just happened very organically with people I already knew who I, I used to run with. I used to run races with, and now we are still, you know, we're still exercising together, but we're doing it in our own homes, which is great right now since we can't travel anywhere. So yeah, yeah hit the nail on the head with, <laughs> with the community aspect of it. So you said you started running about seven years ago, which isn't like a super long time ago. So what kind of led to you taking up running? Oh, it was very similar to the Peloton. Like it was all, I'm very influenced by my peers. I am just a sheep following her flock. Like I'll just do whatever. They Thank God do. they don't do heroin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I had friends that were like, hey, you know, let's do the Tinkerbell Half Marathon. It was the inaugural Tinkerbell Half Marathon in, in Anaheim at Disneyland. And I was like, well, I don't want to be left out of that. Like, you're, they're buying wings and like sparkly <laughs> skirts and everything. And I was just like, this is all about the glam and the glitter. Like, of course I want to do this. Um, and I had never run before. Like, I'm not an athletic person. I was a child actor. So I grew up on sound stages. I never played sports. I talk about this in my book about how I tried to be athletic in college and ended up like quitting the very first day of practice because I was just, I was so bad at it and I hated feeling bad about myself, but there, you know, there's something about these communal experiences and this, this shared pain and this shared excitement that really gets you, you connected and, and excited about things that you never thought you could do before. Um, and running became really, trans I mean, it really transformed my whole life. Because I running came into my life at the same time I was getting divorced and going through a very, very dark depression and a very terrible bout with anxiety. So, yeah, I really found myself. And I, again, I talk a lot about it in the book if you want to hear the, the good version. But the short version is I, I found myself out on the roads. And yeah, running just became such a special part of my life. And it always will be like I'll always be a runner. I'll get back out there again. But right now I'm just having too much fun just riding the bike. Which is great, you know. Do you, do you do any of the other content? Like, do you do any of the off bike content? Like the the you do the meditations you said, but do you do the weights or do you do yoga? Do you do any of that? 
I do. I dabble in it. I know. I always say I'm going to do it. <laughs> and then I end up like, oh, I'll just find a ride instead. Cause that's where, what I really love, but I will do some of the shorter strength workouts. I'm just, I'm so much more of a cardio person than a strength person, but I'm like, eh, okay. You know, but I, I know how important it is to have that balanced workout. So I will do some of like the 10 or 15 minute strength workouts. I've tried the yoga. I definitely do the meditation. I've done a couple of the runs too, but that that's that's not clicking for me yet. I think I I think I need to buy the tread next because and to get the full Peloton tread experience and to really find the magic in in Peloton running next. There is something about those jump buttons on the Peloton tread, like because it goes up an entire like you just hit the button and it's like boom, it goes up a whole level. So when they're like go to six, you just hit the button six times and you're there. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God, crazy. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, oh wow. yeah, and and it has these the tread. Now they call it the Tread Plus because this week they came out with new, a whole new product line of treads and a new product line of bikes. So now they have the Bike Plus and the Tread Plus. But the Tread Plus has these amazing slats that as you're running are the most amazing cushion you've ever run on in your life. Like oh, except for man. maybe a Woodway, which is out of my price range. But <laughs> yeah, I've I've run on a, a Woodway exactly once, and so I know what you're talking about that that running on a cloud feeling. There's there's nothing like it. Exactly, that's exactly okay. right. Okay, well, man, who Add knows? When list. we're done with this podcast, I might I might be uh, placing another purchase. I don't know. <laughs> She'll give you her referral code. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Get that merch, girl. I love it. <laughs> oh, she's got merch. You have no idea. You know, no idea. So I know from your Twitter account, one of your favorite bands in the whole world, New Kids on the Block. And uh, heck yeah. Yeah. And I have my own band. that. My, so my favorite band in the world is the Monkees, which I feel is kind of like the New Kids on the Block of their day, right? They're, oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That's true. But uh, so... They have a couple of them have Pelotons too, right? Do you know? <gasps> the new kids I on the block notice. have Pelotons? What? I thought so they did a they did like a a stay at home not concert but just all of them kind of doing a an AMA kind of a thing and a couple of them I saw people talking that they had Pelotons in the <gasps> background. I just assumed you would know that. I didn't know that and I used to be a big fan of the Monkees when I was much younger before I discovered New Kids on the Block. Sure. But like, I understand okay, you would not not to be insensitive, but like when you say all of them were like some of them are not are no longer here. So who are we talking about that has pelotons? The new kids on the block. Some of the guys from New Kids on the Block. Oh, I think you're talking about the monkeys. No, no, no. <laughs> some of the guys from New Kids on the Block. Sorry, that's why I was like, I thought you would know this. Yeah. No. I don't expect yeah, you to know about oh the monkeys. Oh my gosh, you, that was really a. This was a. Sorry. This was a terrible miscommunication. <laughs> I think you meant the monkeys reunited and were writing pelotons, and I'm like, no, there's only wow, two of them. I that band was dead and good yes. for the remaining ones to be writing Pelotons <laughs> at their age. Okay, this went sideways. Um, yes, of course, I do know that the New Kids on the Block have Pel- They were gifted Pelotons by their manager, oh. Jared Paul. I know a really insane amount of information about them. So they were gifted Pelotons, probably, which is smart by their manager because it's like sure. these guys have to stay in shape so that they can do their, you know, 50 city tours when they go on tour. Yeah, I only know of Joey McIntyre, who's my personal favorite. I don't, he's the only one I know that actually, like, write. Like, I've seen social media evidence of him actually riding the bike. The other guys, I've never actually seen them sit on the bike. So <laughs> they have the Pelotons. I don't know if they are sitting on the Pelotons. Gotcha. 
fair enough. Joey McIntyre is, which is again why we're soulmates because we both love Peloton. <laughs> Just one of the many reasons that we should have gotten married when I was the thirteen, like I said. Does your boyfriend know about all this? Is he cool with the Joey McIntyre thing or? Yeah, he know. He I warned him when we first got. I mean, we've been together six years, so I mean, this is he. He knew what he was getting into <laughs> six years ago. I've been in a relationship with the new kids on the block for a lot longer than I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend Michael. So he knows they have seniority. Knew. They do have seniority. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when we first started going out, and the, the monkeys that. did a reunion tour with Mike Nesmith for the first time ever. And so I was like, we first just started going out, and I was like, "Can you watch my kids so I can drive to Minneapolis?" To he go totally to this did. Show? <laughs> what? Yeah, I watched wow. his kids while he went to Minneapolis. <laughs> wow! And you're still together. Like, yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> She's pretty great. That's love. Like that's true love. Yeah. Wow, you got yourself a good one there too. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, okay, so I have to ask because I am a huge Full and Fuller House fan. So what was it like, like uh, being a childhood actor, working on the set? Just like, does it feel, I don't know, just like to you, is it just a normal day? Because it, it just seems so amazing. Yeah, to everyone else, it's so alien. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know any other way of childhood. Well, I mean, I do now because I have my own kids. So I've been, you know, experiencing a very normal childhood <laughs> through their eyes. But for me, um, I, I started acting when I was five. So I don't really rem- remember life before acting. And so it's always been very normal for me to, you know, go on a- lots of auditions and get rejected a lot and then do a lot of commercials back in the day. Cause in the eighties and nineties, commercials were still very important. So I did tons and tons of commercials and I was on a soap opera days of our lives for three and a half years. That was my first job when I was six. Until they wow. they fired me. I got fired. This is so dramatic. I got fired at the age of nine because they wanted to age my character to a teenager so they could have a romantic teenage gotcha. love storyline for the summer. So I got the act at age nine. That's okay. Ooh. Because that led me to full house at age 10. So, you know, bigger and better things always on the horizon. And it was very normal just to grow up on stage 24 at Warner Brothers yeah. It, I mean, people are like, what was it like? And I was just like, that's that's just life. You show up and you make friends and it's like your second family because you spend so much time with them. Fortunately, we all, we all really got along and, and loved each other and made each other laugh a ton. I mean, when you're on a set with Bob Saget and Dave Coulier, it's impossible not to laugh every <laughs> single day. Um, and we did, you know, our live audience shows every Friday night. That's how I, I spent my Friday nights growing up. But another big factor here is that my parents placed a lot of importance on education and wanting to make sure that I stayed enrolled in my local public high school. And anytime I had a day off or a week off or a hiatus, I was in, I was in my regular public high school. I was, you know, going to Spanish class and doing those like terrifying oral exams and, you know, or biology class. I was, I, I was there for the labs. Like it was very important that I still had friends outside of Hollywood. So I would say I kind of had the best of both worlds, both growing up on a soundstage and just growing up, you know, in Orange County, California, just living the life and talking about boys and eating Taco Bell and watching Beverly Hills 90210. Like that was also (laughs) a big part of my childhood as well. So I'm just curious when you go to, you know, like a regular school, quote unquote, how do the kids treat you? Or is it because it's L.A.? There's like there's so many kids going through similar experiences that they're just like, whatever. No, kids were mean. I mean, they were, when you're 15 or 16 and you 
don't know what to say or you're the kids just don't know how to express themselves well sure. at that age. It doesn't matter if you're a celebrity or not. Like they're going to find the one thing that's different about you mm-hmm. and and harp on it and make yeah. fun of it. And so, you know, if whether you're tall or you have red hair or whatever it is, they're going to make fun of it. So, yeah, the kids were just like, oh, Gibbler, don't take off your socks. Or they would, you know, write stuff on my locker or talk oh. about me behind my back, whatever. But it's not a sob story because, because I feel like everybody kind of goes through that at some point, whether it's middle school or high school. And that just happened to be the thing that kids made fun of me for. But I don't remember it bothering me. I mean, I'm sure it did at some point, but I had a great group of friends that were just like, fuck them. Like, just hang out with us. You know, we're, we're, we're the yearbook committee. So like, hang out with us. I was a theater <laughs> nerd. I feel you. So. Yeah, like it wasn't the coolest group, but it was the nicest group. And that's where I found my best friends and some normalcy. Like those are the kids you want to hang out with the kids. Absolutely. That are that's real. amazing. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, it seems like that let all of those experiences help you be grounded and be like, down to earth, you know, so <laughs> if that's what it takes, then maybe maybe your parents should, you know, talk to some other Hollywood parents, see if they can spread <laughs> that around. Teach a little class. Yeah. solution for me. So yeah, I, I credit my parents with all that. And, and I know it's, it, that's not necessarily the case now. I think a lot of kids now are doing like homeschool or independent studies, just because it's so hard. It's hard logistically to coordinate that with you know, seven teachers at a high, at a regular high school, and then the studio teacher on the set and getting assignments back and forth. It's kind of a logistical nightmare. And it's very difficult. Um, so I think for a lot of kid actors now, they just do homeschool or independent studies. And that's, that's fine, too. There's nothing wrong with that. There's sure. lots yeah. of ways to find normalcy without being enrolled in a public high school. That's a very good point, too. Very so, good point. so because you started so young, do you ever stumble across something that you're in and you're like, I was in that? um no like everything that i was on as a child most of it's on like betamax or (laughs) i mean there's not a this was before youtube like there's not a whole lot of stuff out there like i'll see clips from days of our lives because the soap opera fans are just hardcore and they will find footage from like before tv i swear they're gonna find footage and, and and put it out there so i'll see that stuff which is fun and it's sweet but um no i don't really come across things that i'm like oh i don't remember that i'll I'll find pictures like now i'm going through a lot of pictures because my parents moved out of their home last year and so my mom's like here here's your entire childhood in a box <laughs> and i'm like oh so now i'll go through pictures and i'm just like wow i don't remember meeting that person or or whatever but um no it's better. It's, you know, I was so awkward as a teenager. I try not to to, to dwell on that too much. Sure. I looked so awkward. <laughs> back then. I made an entire career out of like being an awkward person. So. <laughs> I'm awkward enough now. I don't need to re- be, relive it as a teenager. <laughs> I just made a hobby out of it. So at least you're getting paid for it. Right. Like, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> So uh, going back to Peloton, when when the world gets back to normal and we can all travel easily again, do you do you ever envision yourself going to like the Peloton New York studio and like taking a class in the studio or anything like that? Does that appeal to you? Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm like, that's right. They have us. The people used to ride in the studio like that. It a million wasn't years ago, I my did. They, they closed down the studios. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I would love to do that if that's ever a thing again. I would hope it would be at some point. 
I would love to do that now. I would I wouldn't have said that in February because I I felt so bad about how terrible <laughs> I was at it. I'm like I don't want people watching me or the instructor pointing out like I I don't want people watching me. But now I I feel confident enough that I could hold my own in a class, and I think that would be amazing. I would fangirl over all of the instructors or whoever was in the studio that day. Like I would definitely want selfies, which I feel bad. I'm sure everybody asks them for selfies and there's like, oh, bruh, I'm here. We're here to, we're here to sweat. Like, let's no, just, no, no. They are, they are work. so, they're so welcoming. They're so welcoming. And, and like they actually build in time after the classes, yeah. like everybody lines up and they do selfies right outside in the, in the lobby. So like, it's perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Cool. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's, so it, nice. It's a tradition. I'm glad to hear that. I know because they are celebrities, like they are, they're trainers and they're so good at what they do, but they, they really are celebrities too because people just go crazy over them and I include myself in that group. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> not not shocking. But yeah, they they literally welcome you with open arms. Like whenever you come up and like I've seen tearful reunions. I'm thinking of one in particular of one person who had wanted to meet their favorite instructor for like four years and couldn't travel and finally got to meet her in person. It was recorded and shared a million times on Facebook. It was, it was a huge moment. I mean, that's the kind of and they love that. They absolutely love um, Oh, that. <laughs> that's so cool. That 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 makes me feel great. Oh man, I, that that's my goal now. That's my goal is to to get to a class someday. There's just the one studio in New York, right? It's just that, well, it's there's a, the one in London that'll be opening up next year. But oh, that's, that's right. Okay, yeah. Well, I That'd guess be a little this year. further to travel. So I'll, it would be. I'll, I'll yeah, I, New York. First. I feel like New York's probably easier. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the instructors have like just the right amount of like celebrity where like they can be known within a certain world, but they can still go about their lives relatively normally. You yes. Know? Yes. That's the perfect amount of celebrity. That's how that's kind of how I feel, too, because I can still walk around like my local Target or whatever and like, be mostly unnoticed, depending on you know if I wear a hat or sunglasses or or something. But um, yeah, I can I can live a very normal life. And if I get some people coming up to me and say, hey, you know, can I get a selfie or an autograph? I'm like, sure. It's not it's never intrusive. It's always just very kind. And again, it's like it's a big ego boost, um, but yeah. it's nothing where I would need security or can't <laughs> go out and live my life. Yeah. So do you have a, uh, a preferred instructor or two? Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's such a hard question because, you know, I love each of them for so many different reasons. But I joke that I'm in a steady relationship with Matt Wilpers because I'm doing the, the Power Zone Challenge right now. <laughs> Second challenge. And so I'm seeing a lot of Matt Wilpers. So he's like my Peloton boyfriend. And I just love, he, like, he's just so great. Like he's so, he's a great coach. I know, I know he's not like the most fun or funny instructor or whatever, but he's just, he's so happy and he's such a great coach. Like I learned so much and I've improved so much from taking his classes and learning about technique. It's great. I just love it. And he's just, he's just adorable as well. So if I had to pick one, I would say it's Matt Wilpers. He was our very first guest. He was. What? Yeah. You've talked to Matt Wilpers? Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. many times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. See, I'm feeling like right now. I'm, like, blushing. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Um, he, he hasn't accepted my friend request on, on Peloton, so... You know, we might have to break up after this challenge, but <laughs> that's awesome. I'm gonna have to go back. See, because I'm a I'm a recent fan of your podcast. I haven't, you know, I only started listening in like March or whatever. So well, I, there's I a mean, lot of them, so yeah, it's okay. You've got plenty of time. Yeah, there's plenty to catch up on. But he was actually like episode one and two. Yeah, 
What? Oh yes. my gosh. I'm going to go back right now. Right now. We'll wait. No. <laughs> Let's just listen right now and you guys yeah. can just do You can do like a running commentary on it as we. Oh, yeah. If you actually are going to go back and listen, I feel like I, I am required to tell you that we mispronounced Peloton and we got a lot of crap for this. <laughs> it took a world so of shit. So here's the thing. We hang live on. in the. <laughs> yeah, in our defense. Hang on. So. You're going back like almost four years And yes. there were no TV commercials None We had no idea how to say the word And so we were saying Peloton Peloton And so Peloton Peloton Yeah Oh well that's not that bad It's not okay. Yeah it's yeah. not like we put in a cue or something But yeah <laughs> But but, but yeah. be, being a Peloton podcast, you probably should know how to pronounce We've never heard it said out loud. <laughs> never heard it said. <laughs> We're like, I guess this is what you say. Like, I don't know. Oh uh, yeah. And there's a time difference between like right, so like you're in you're in the LA area, so it's like what, three thirty there. We're in the Midwest, so it's nineteen eighty five. Right. <laughs> We're still watching the original Full House upstairs right, right. now. I have, I have acid washed this Friday night, kids. Yeah. I have acid washed jeans on while I'm recording this podcast. I only dated her because she's named after my favorite brand of Pepsi. That's that's how back in time we are. We're the only podcast that's in sepia tone. Sorry, I can do this all day. Yes, you guys. I can't breathe. I'm, I'm really glad I didn't know any of this before I agreed to do this podcast. Yeah, because you'd have never said yes. I would have said yes, but if you were mispronouncing the name of the bike, I, I don't know. I might have side-eyed this this whole thing. At first. Well, the funny the funniest part about that is we recorded the first four episodes before we before we, we, before released, we released them. them. So the first four, <laughs> there. and there was none we could do <laughs> with Matt Wilpers too. So it's not yeah. like you can can those episodes, right? And it's not like he corrected us. No. <laughs> Why did he? Thanks a lot, Matt. He's probably too nice because he's too nice. He's too nice. He's too too dang nice, that Matt. Now, I I have to clarify something. Now, you said this is your second challenge. Does this mean you're in the power zone pack? Like, are you doing the the power zone? Oh, my goodness. You are in deep. You you went deep. (laughs) I went so deep. And I didn't really know. Okay, so I did the summer challenge because my friend, um, my friend Owen was basically like, you need that. You have to do this. This is so great. And I'm like, okay, that sounds cool. Accountability, that's fine. And so I joined not knowing anything about power zone training. Uh-oh. <laughs> and all of a sudden, like the team, like there's a Facebook page for the team and like they're posting all these graphs and there's all these numbers. And I'm just like, what is happening? Like I I was an English major. I, do, I don't do numbers. Why Why are you posting these graphs? Like I, I, I knew nothing about it. This, this is the best way to go about life. It's just dive in and don't, don't learn. Don't study, learn, or explore. Just dive right in. That's what we but did. Said, the second challenge, like that I, then I love, now I love it. I'm obsessed with graphs now. Now I pay for the, the $7.99 on the Power Zone Pack page. No, you don't. Get my graphs. Yeah, like the comparison. Like, who am I? I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm obsessed. I love it. Like, I oh love my God. the so is- much. That is hilarious is what that is. Yeah. <laughs> and my team is in third place right now. So I'm like so excited that we're like so close. So oh, close. I'm wow. doing all the extra credit rides and everything. Like I'm very motivated. 
Well, then that explains why you're not having time to do any of the other off the bike stuff. Yeah. You're exhausted. <laughs> are you, on a, are you yeah. on a three ride team, a four ride team, a five ride team? I'm on a four, I'm on a four ride team called Home Zone. And but that's not four ride like that's what they they're like yeah it's a four rides a week See? it's not it's it really gets, seven rides a week exactly yeah. you yeah. how they get you not doing the extra credit stuff because you yeah. want your team right. to be you know in third place or higher so yeah I'm doing everything I'm squeezing every little point and credit out of this as I can because I don't want to let my team down <laughs> I know it's the peer pressure but but here's the thing if you ever if you know if there ever comes a time because this happened to me that I I loved those and then I started feeling like I was stressing over getting enough time it was a part-time job because yeah. I was also because <laughs> I was training for a half marathon at the time and I was like Holy between the two I was just like I can't and then I'm trying to like work and take care of the kids and do this podcast and I'm like I can't do it all <laughs> and I was like you can't have a part-time job this is your part-time job get back to work you have to quit everything else so you can complete the power zone challenge. So that's, I like I so just true. quit and I was just like, now I'm just going to ride for fun. Now I only ride for fun. I don't ride for structure because it stresses me out too much. So if that ever happens to you, just keep, make sure you keep the fun. That's all I'm saying. Definitely. I can definitely see that happen- happening because towards the end of the last challenge, it was it was getting to be a slog. But now it's, you know, if I want to ride seven rides a week to get in all my rides, I want to ride every day. So this is great. I just do one ride a day every morning. And so that now it's keeping me accountable and it's fun. It's not stressful. Good. Like for a while, my boyfriend, who was also doing the challenge, he was trying to cram in all the rides on Saturday and Sunday. And I'm like, no, like that, of course you hate it because (laughs) that defeats the point of training too. That's not a way to train. And then you're riding the bike for like two or three hours a day on Saturdays and Sundays. So. It's yeah, not an algebra I, final. You can't do it <laughs> all at the last minute. I mean, I couldn't do it yeah. then either, but. You can't cram no. for the Power Zone Challenge. You have to spread it out. You can cramp for the Power Zone Challenge. <laughs> I've done that several yeah. times. Too. Those Power Zone Max rides are no joke. That is true. I actually prefer the Power Zone Max over the Power Zone Endurance or a Power Zone Ride because like the Power Zone Max is like you hit those peaks and you're and they're done after a few seconds versus like an endurance where you're like, oh, my God, seven minutes. I want to shoot somebody in seven minutes. Like make this stop. <laughs> yeah, I can see that because when you're doing those zone six and sevens, you're only there for like 30 seconds, maybe. Right. And then I just did a I did a Christine ride recently where there was like. It was like 17 minutes long, a 17 minute interval. I'm like, this is only a 30 minute class. Like, how do you have a 17 minute interval at like zone three or whatever? So that, yeah, I can, I can definitely see why you like the power zone max rides. They're, it definitely gets your heart pumping. They're, they're very exciting. Oh, whoo. That was all from your favorite instructor. So yeah. any, so. Uh, <laughs> Wait, that was all one question. That's yeah. right. Who's your second favorite? Let us ruin him. Or her. What else you got? It's a two parter. (laughs) (laughs) You asked how much time I had for this podcast. You didn't know that we will we'll be going into tomorrow at some point. Okay. I'm laughing so hard. Yeah. It's like I know, I'm sweating like I'm sweating sweating in my century shirt here. Hope you got your Fitbit on. This counts. 
okay. So do you have any advice for, I know you're relatively new, but do you have any advice for new people that are just getting their bikes? Yeah, I would say just stick with it. Like I, I said, you like I said, I hated like the first 30 rides. So just just keep doing it. Like eventually your crotch will stop hurting, I promise. Like I didn't think <laughs> give it 7 days and your crotch will stop hurting and you will get better at it and you'll be able to get out of the saddle, but you will hate the first 30 days. Kind of like we- when I first started running, you know, like runners, the first month or two of running it, it sucks. Like you're so bad at it. You have to just build up. And then you'll be so proud of yourself and love it. And um, so do I have advice? No, just go, get past 30 days. Get past 30. <laughs> yeah. the same advice going. Crystal gave me when we first started dating. <laughs> 30 like, days. Get past 30 days. <laughs> your crotch will stop hurting and you'll be better at it. That's <laughs> right. She had that engraved on my wedding ring when we got married. This is really a one of a kind podcast. <laughs> I have to say, I've never done anything like this before. I don't know By if that's far, good or bad. Or... The most fun I've ever had. <laughs> so funny. But when are you going to get on the bike, Tom? Like, I can't believe I'm you. I'm sorry, Art. I know you're pressed for four time. Four years of your life talking about this, and you won't even sit on the bike. I, you know, I always She's got a good point. I always tell people that it it's like uh, Harpo Marx. You don't really want to hear Harpo talk, right? It'll ruin it for you. So you don't really want to see Norm's wife on Cheers, right? Like you just she's not buying it. No, she's not. No, I think if you've <laughs> devoted four years to a podcast, and it's not like- just your wife's podcast, like you told me in that original tweet. Like you are like a co, you're the co-host. So I, I am the co-host. I think you should build it up and make it a thing and like get the community involved. And it's like create a hashtag, like get Tom on the bike or something. <laughs> and like, I'll be there for it. Live stream it. <laughs> just Everybody will watch your inaugural ride on the Peloton. I always say I'm not a co-host. I'm a sidekick. <laughs> People have done uh, very big things to try to get Tom on the bike. Somebody actually designed an entire bike. Like it, it's it's an image made of chicken tenders. Because I love chicken tenders. <laughs> they love made them. the bike out of chicken tenders. <laughs> I, they're delicious. <laughs> Everyone knows that's Tom's favorite meal. I'm a, I'm a bad eater too. Like I'm... I'm super picky. I always tell people uh, that I have the the culinary taste of an eight year old boy at a theme park. Like that's how I like to eat. He eats zero fruits and vegetables. Like that's. I haven't had a fresh fruit fruit or vegetable since probably the Bush administration. Like the first one. It's been a long time. Wow. Okay. So, like, you, this is like my kids' diet. Like, you yeah. probably just eat the same thing as as the kids. I don't know how old your kids are, but you just you know, chicken nuggets, dino nuggets. Oh, I love it when they're in shapes. <laughs> they taste better. That's great. When they used to have, remember when Costco used to have Mickey nuggets? Yeah, they were shaped like Mickey Mouse. Yes, we and always were, had to buy the Mickey nuggets. They were breaded in planko. I don't know what that is, but it's healthy. I think so. It counts. It's like a vegetable, maybe. And this this is my life. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we wow. make four separate meals every day. <laughs> <laughs> this is true love. Like, this, what a love story <laughs> this is. 
you guys are goals. Like, <laughs> at least, at least Crystal is goals. Like you guys are are really goals. This is, That's I why love when, it. I love when people are like, "Oh, Tom, you're so supportive of Crystal and her Peloton <laughs> obsession," and I'm like, well, "Listen to the shit I do." Like. <laughs> Is the least I can do for her. <laughs> the least. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm still sweating. I'm sweating from I laughing. It started to cool down and it started back up again. It's <laughs> a good thing you have your Peloton shirt on. You are breaking it in appropriately with I'm the breaking, sweat. I'm definitely, I, I didn't sweat this much on my 45 minute class this morning. Like I'm sweating more now than I did then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's great. So do you typically ride in the morning then? I do. And lately I've actually been, I've been getting up at like five or five 30 to ride because, and not because like, I'm, I'm not even like going to a job right now. I'm, there's nothing I have to like get ready for, but because my team, a lot of them are East coasters. So that's when the group rides are, is they're riding at eight 30 their time, which is five 30 my time. And I complained about that for a while, but then I realized I'm like, you know what, because everyone's home right now, my kids are doing distance learning. Like I am never alone in this house. Like somebody always needs something. And five 30 is the one time where I actually feel like I'm alone because everybody's asleep and it's dark and I can just sit there and, you know, just grind out <laughs> these rides and I feel great afterwards. And then I can have coffee, you know, in the dark and it's quiet. And it's just my, literally my favorite time of day is, <laughs> are these five 30 rides. And then I get to ride with my teammates too, and get all of the, the high fives too. And it's just a beautiful way to start the day. So, and I don't ride well in the afternoons or evenings. I'm just more sluggish and I've That's usually fascinating. had a lunch and it's just not, it doesn't work for me as well. I'm, I'm better riding first thing in the morning. That's fascinating because my outputs are so much better in the evening, the afternoon, like late afternoon, my output is like way better than first thing in the morning. It's oh, wow. Crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm then I'm curious, does... Does your team know that you're you? Like, do they know? Do they know they're riding with the Andrea Barber? Well, they probably do now. No, <laughs> I don't think they know. I've never brought it up. Like, there's no reason for me to bring it up, and they, nobody has ever said anything to me about it. But I keep, I keep dropping like these little Easter eggs. Um, <laughs> Because everybody uses lots like, of like what? gifts and memes. This is a very gift heavy group. Like right. anytime it's like, hey, we're in third place. Everybody's doing the like, yeah, yay gifts or whatever. So I have a huge library of Kimmy Gibbler gifts because <laughs> I have a very impressive face. And there's just a, there's a Kimmy Gibbler gift for any type of situation. So I'll just drop in like all the gifts that I'm dropping in are Kimmy Gibbler <laughs> gifts. <laughs> That's and great. I keep waiting for someone to pick up on that, and nobody's picked up on it. They're just like, oh, you know, high five. <laughs> so maybe let's test them and see if any of them listen to the clip out. And if they do, I'll tell you if they say something in the Facebook group. <laughs> this will be like our experiment. Yeah. Test our reach. <laughs> yeah. I love the marketing AB aspect of that. So. <laughs> well, that was really just a lead up to see if you were going to share if you, what your leaderboard name was, or do you want to keep that private? Because we totally understand yeah, we if, get you if you do. don't want the whole world to know. <laughs> no, I debated for a while because I was like, oh, and I talked about this with my pillow besties um, on the, our text thread. I'm like, should I share my name or not? And finally, I just said, yeah, I have nothing to hide. Like, it's just numbers. I, I'm proud of them. So, yes, I am book writer 
which is, I know, book, singular, because I've only written one. <laughs> and then writer is R-I-D-E-R. So book, writer, haha, okay. it's funny. But that's no, what was available when I chose my name. So. <laughs> hey, it's one more book than most people have written. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and True. you used your English degree, right? How many people get to say that? Exactly. It's the only time. The yeah. only time in my 44 <laughs> years I've ever used. Normally, all you do with an English degree is teach other people that are getting English degrees. It's like a pyramid scheme. <laughs> and, it's true. And I like it's funny. We have this. account. So I um, I was a mass comm major and I actually worked in radio for like five years. So like I actually used my mass comm degree. How about that? That doesn't happen very often either. Normally, we're just <laughs> waiters. Impressive. Your yeah. stock just went up. Like well, that's, that's super impressive. Well, let me just bring the stock back. back. Let me bring chicken nuggets for let sure. Let me bring the stock back down. I graduated when I was forty-five. So <laughs> okay, but but it gets even Good better because he had one class that he never took. So. Math. <laughs> one class. <I'd- laughs> hey, math is a bitch. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no judgment from me. I had to take an algebra class in order to get my degree, and I sat on it for. 22 years yep, so that's a true story wow. wow well you know at least you have follow-through and you went through and you and you did it so congratulations it's all about pacing yourself you're so nice yes. <laughs> very gracious so book writer book with a writer. d if people want you will get inundated yes you will. i think you're gonna get lit up prepare for some followers that's fine i'm i'm fine maybe matt wilpers will finally respond to my friend request and, and accept my friend request that would make it all worth it to me i'm gonna message him on instagram I know. I like, and be like matt what are you doing why are you ignoring andrea barber <laughs> he probably doesn't know it's me because you know i'm incognito with my book writer so you know i'll that's... i'll have to be more obvious trying to get his attention <laughs> Awesome. Well, you know what? Thank you so much for for taking time out of your day to join us. This has oh, been a lot of fun, it and really we really has. appreciate it. Oh my god, this has been unreal. Like this, this has been, no she other hour of my life good. has been like this, and this has been so fun. You guys are awesome. I love I love your podcast. I love your camaraderie. You guys are you make me laugh every week, and this Aww. has just been such a joy to be on the podcast thank you for asking me oh, <laughs> oh thank, thank you very you. much and normally we let people like if you want to be found tell yeah. people what your twitter handle instagram all that stuff so people know where to go uh go cyber stalk you <laughs> in a polite oh, yeah. way i'm i'm andrea barber it's very simple i'm andrea barber everywhere except on peloton but um <laughs> usually instagram is a great way to get a hold of me um i'm on Twitter sporadically, I guess usually just to reply to your messages. Tom. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it worked. Um, and then Facebook, I don't go to on Facebook unless I'm checking in or dropping Kimmy Gibbler gifts into my team page. So um, Instagram is probably the best way to get a hold of me, Andrea Barber. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun, and oh we, my God, we really been... appreciate you taking time with our little our little dog and pony show over here. Yes, thank you so I much. Love it. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. <laughs> oh, and um, I will I will send an email to the contact you gave us and we'll let them know when everything's going to post and all that good stuff so you can share or not share or whatever, oh, but at yeah. least get to listen. <laughs> oh, I will definitely share and I will definitely listen. Oh my gosh, I'm very, very excited. And all of my Peloton friends are very excited too. They're just like, oh my gosh, you're going to be on the clip out. And I'm like, yeah. So. This is like mutual, mutual fangirling here. It's funny because like you were like, you're on real things like yeah. the Today Show. And yeah. you're, you're, 
You're excited about this. this. We're in our basement. Yeah. <laughs> You're this is a very real this is very real. It's four years and, and you've learned the name. Like you now you pronounce it correctly yeah. after four. So you're legit now. Now that you're saying it correctly, you're legit. That's true. I'd have been like, if I was on the other one, it'd be like the Tada show. <laughs> Oops. Uh. You guys crack me up. Oh my. Well, thank you yes, again for thank this. Thank you very much. We will let you get back to your day, your night, whatever time it is. Yeah. Stay safe out there. I don't know how close you are to the fires, but please be careful and safe and all that good oh, stuff. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. The closest fire is probably 60 miles away. That's the gender reveal fire, of course. Ugh. Yeah. So it is very orange and strange outside. Lots of ash, but we're we're in a safe place. So. I'm yeah. just curious. This is I, apropos of nothing, but I was just thinking about this today. So with the this sounds like I'm setting up a joke and I'm not. So it's just a tick. I can't help it. So um, with the with the smoke and the ash in the air, does wearing a mask when you're outside, does that make that better or worse? Oh, that's a good question. I haven't really been outside in like four days because we had such a bad heat wave. Over sure. the weekend, it got up to like 111 here. It got up Yikes. to like 121 in Woodland Hills. So I just haven't even been outside except to let my dog out. So I haven't really been outside with a mask yet. I, I was just curious if that like filtered it or yeah. if it just made it even worse because there's so much skunk in the air. I think it would just probably make it worse just because yeah. of the heat and the the yuck and the just it's more difficult to breathe with a mask too. So sure. that plus the smoke plus everything else is, yeah. It's just this is why I'm in indoors. Like yeah, give just I got my Peloton. I, that's all I <laughs> is that indoors air conditioning and my Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> and you're set. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, okay. okay well that was just i was yeah, curious how that curious. was affecting people with the mask so that's cool. <laughs> yeah no i will go for a test a test walk around the neighborhood <laughs> with a mask and i will have to get back to you on you'll that. report back okay cool awesome well, once again thank you very much oh my god you've we been really amazing this was a lot of fun <laughs> so fun uh, my pleasure thanks so much you guys you're a blast i had so much fun <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> bye-bye talk to you later bye, bye. <laughs> So I wonder how many people are going to follow her on the leaderboard now. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> Not shocking, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I bet a lot. <laughs> sorry for all your follows you're about to get. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I think she's okay. I, am I think too. she wouldn't have said it if she if she didn't if she wasn't okay with it. So. I I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. So that was a lot of fun. It was a ton of fun. Yeah. I that yes, an absolute blast yeah so uh what pray tell do you have in store for people next week next week we are going to be talking to michelle goodbody awesome so uh until then where can people find you people can find me at facebook.com slash crystal d o'keefe and they can find me on instagram twitter uh let's see the bike the tread Pretty much anywhere at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And of course, don't forget to sign up for the newsletter at TheClipOut.com. And don't forget, you can watch everything you just heard at YouTube.com slash the clip out so that's it for this one thanks for tuning in and until next time keep pedaling and running 